Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 66, verse 10 through 14, the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 7 through 16, the gospel according to Luke, chapter 10, verse 1 through 11 and 16 through 20, and Psalm 66, verse 1 through 8. Open our minds, warm our hearts, but also bend our wills, for we seek to hear your word. Amen. Well, Luke is kicking it off for us today with a little math lesson. Seventy people are sent in pairs, two by two, to every town where Jesus himself intended to go. I remember early on in my life in math, it didn't matter how simple the equation actually was. You just said the word algebra, and I was hightailing it back to English class as fast as humanly possible. It took a lot of time and determination and peaceful teachers to get me to a place where geometry and calculus were just angles and shapes and changes that needed a thoughtful and dedicated response. Some of you may know that my first undergraduate degree was in business, so I had to do a lot of math in the end. In case it's been a little while since you were in math class, Remember that geometry is the study of shapes and forms, some simple and some very complex, some flat and some multidimensional. And calculus, on the other side, is the study of the rate of change made complicated by instantaneous rates that lead to integral movements toward an infinite answer. I wish someone would have told me a long, long time ago that math is actually just a lot like God. Maybe then I would have liked it a little bit better, or understood it a little bit better. Maybe if you love math, you're thinking, now I understand God. (laughs) We observe God like math in many forms, many shapes, from many angles, while the world around us is constantly changing. And as Christians, we are constantly making instantaneous decisions about how to observe and perpetuate God's divine nature in the world. Our decisive actions say something true about her integral whole self. Geometry, the study of shapes, 
and calculus, the study of change, are actually a lot like God. Algebra, then, is the human side of the equation. Because algebra deals deeply in generalizations and assumptions about how it all adds up. That's why we usually start with algebra. That's why we usually start with prejudice and fear, safety and security. We usually start with the less complicated side of God, just like we start with the least complicated side of math. So let's start simple, shall we? There are 52 neighborhoods in the city of Cincinnati where Jesus himself intends to go. How many disciples would you need to bring peace to this city? How many would we need to cure the sick and preach good news of God's kingdom? The simple biblical algebraic equation gets us to the number 104. Last Sunday, our worship attendance at all four services was 181. I just had to add them up. So what is keeping us from sharing the nearness of God with our own community? My guess is geometry and calculus, angles and changes. Here's the equation. The world seems like a total disaster. But only about half of the people really seem to care or even think that there is a problem. Many who do seem to care are exhausted, disadvantaged, traumatized, and overwhelmed. Peace doesn't even seem possible to some because justice is so lacking. And here you are, showing up in math class to try to find an answer. Your possessions and wealth will not be the answer. Your shoes that you wear will not determine how far you will go. And by the way, most people never solve this equation. So good luck. Get out there, cure the sick, share the gospel, and be a good guest to anyone who will receive you. Oh my God, it's like college calc two all over again. Overwhelming, confusing, unsolvable. You may feel the need to retreat. 
I can't do this. This is too hard. I don't understand. Why is it like this? Where is the answer? See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves, Jesus says. So many angles. So much change. Can I just stay here and do kindergarten flashcards? Can I just stay here in this uncomplicated comfort? We need a peaceful teacher. Jesus, who is ready to lead us through the changes and chances of this life to find the integral truth of the infinite. The lesson begins and ends the same every time. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. So how did it all get so confusing, so overwhelming, so unclear? My guess is algebra. We've made a lot of assumptions and taken a lot of shortcuts to try to get to the kingdom of heaven. And we've lost track of the essential equations that get us to where we want to go. Our gospel lesson has some clues for us today. Start with peace. Go on your way, go out into the world, and let your first word be peace to this house. Then be ready to be received. A big part of where we've probably gone wrong is that we've assumed that we were the only ones with something to give. Be ready to encounter the other on the road and learn something from them. Next, bring healing. Our role as Christians is not to add injury to insult. It is to bring about healing and wholeness, to cure the sick in many, many forms. There will be some setbacks, of course. Do not let those deter you. Shake the dust from your feet and keep moving along. There's more to the equation. If you get to the end of the problem and God hates all the same people you do, and people are hungry and hurting and homeless, then go back and check your answers because something went wrong. The world we are currently living in is not the answer. We're going to have to make some changes and look at things from a different angle. We're going to have to move beyond simple algebraic equations to see the complexities 
of God's plan for us. And then we're going to have to work at the equation. A wise woman once told me that the conviction of, a, of, a, of an ink pen is often steeped in pride. So use a pencil. So that way you can go back and erase your mistakes and try again. Do not try to go it alone. There's a reason why Jesus sent them two by two. Laboring for the kingdom of God is not easy even with another, so imagine trying to do it in isolation. X doesn't always equal Y, and things can get messy, and the harvest will be plentiful, and the laborers you will find will be few. Most people will say, this is too complicated, too hard, I hate math, I quit. But those of you who love a challenge will remind these others that the answer is in the back of the book. You're already halfway there. The kingdom of God has come very near to you. You just need to figure out how to get there and how to bring others along with you. If you know the way, take someone by the hand and walk them through the textbook. Show them the angles and changes that make for a good life of following Jesus. Encourage one another not to give up hope. Like the disciples who have gone before you, you will find welcome and comfort and peace. You will be fed, even if you have to shake the dust from your feet in protest from time to time. But the answer, the answer will always be heaven. The answer will always be kindness, compassion, humility, and faithfulness. The answer will always be love. And here's the real beauty of the equation. There are a million ways to get there. Amen.